Listener Production. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast. The Yulikert Woolen Clan of the Boonwurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four. Hello. Hi. I think I just kissed the mic when I did that. Well, do you know what? I want to kiss you because... Oh. Because, oh. <laughs> I'm glad you responded that way instead of like, ew. Yeah, it could be, could be. Because you have got your hair done. You got a cut and colour and you just look like a sophisticated queen. It's the oh. length. It's the way the blonde fades. It's, oh. It is It is just giving... Thank I've you. got my shit together. It's amazing what hair, fresh hair does. Yes. You even washed your hair this morning. Yeah, Look at us go. Say, it's not very fresh, but <laughs> I still need to cut off half of it. But uh, yes, I washed my hair in 25. I have to share this actually. It's I was actually so very Because I was like. You've got very long, thick hair. I am going to do something for myself this morning yep. and wash my hair. And I got in the shower at 7.25. Like, yes. I had dry hair at 7.25, sweaty dry hair. I was had washed, dried, left my conditioner in for one and a half minutes, so at least I didn't go like quick out. Yeah, and then I was seven fifty in done. the car. That oh, is... I was in the car at seven fifty-five. I had to okay. get dressed. I was completely naked at that yeah. point, and I was Fair. like, "Shit, gotta go, gotta go." That's very impressive. Like, I reckon so. it takes me a good 45 minutes to wash and dry my hair. I didn't do a good job. I didn't do like 80 it sections. It looks very nice. Oh, thanks. Maybe I don't even need to do sections and stuff. Just it looks very nice. YOLO. I love that we're still talking about something Sorry. visual that people cannot oh. see. Oh, hair. <laughs> Just know, Just guys, imagine we look good. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yes. Sevi, what is starting today? Something is has kicked right off and it is a big deal. It is a big deal. So <laughs> our Halfway Hustle Challenge starts today. Enrollments have been open for the last week and they are still open now, but they will be ending this week. So if you've been thinking about joining, you still have time. The challenge goes for six weeks and there are three different ways to hustle. So we've got Pilates with Kika, Strength with Danny, or you can choose the Ultimate Hustle and Combine Strength and Pilates. Yeah, and if you want to try the first week, we have a seven-day free trial. So you can do the free trial, sign up. I mean, we hope you like it and you say, but if around. you don't, leave us. All That's good. fine. Yeah. That's no, fine. We won't be anyway, dying inside if you we don't. <laughs> Okay, so we promise that this is our last mention of poo <laughs> for a while. We know we <laughs> always tend Monday? to get in the poo chat. I don't know if people want to start their Mondays with poo chat. No, well, but it's so funny. You should we just start get through it? Monday with the laviers. Okay, so I, before we go into some stories that we have about dog poop, <laughs> yeah. I have to share this that I completely forgot a poo related story prank on Dalton I did. I highly recommend if your partner has a poo phobia and just. <laughs> um, a poo phobia? <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry, what is that? Just people who don't like picking up their dog's poo with hands? This is human poo. Oh, my God. What did you do? Okay. So it was when we were away and we had Lynn chocolate and we were in the bed. (laughs) Steph's like, oh, my God, dairy went straight through. You know, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. So a bit of chocolate fallen on the ground, on the bed. Yeah. You know, as you do, you're eating. You just shouldn't eat in and bed. It's, like it's a bad idea at all times. No matter popcorn in bed, it's like in your, it yeah. gets underneath you. Yeah. Just don't eat in bed. I sound like I'm full crying. You I, are full I crying. Am, You've I got am. like black I'm mascara running laugh, down your I'm face. It's crying. hilarious. I'm laugh crying. Okay. So 
There was a bit of chocolate that had, like, I, I don't know, full, especially with lint because you break it, it's a little bit yeah, crumbly and a little, little crumbles went. Yeah. It was dark chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I got up off the bed and I was like, oh my God, to myself, I was laughing because I was like, oh my God, that looks like a poo stain. A poo stain yeah, on the bed. Like a skid mark. And Dalton, like, I mean, like a lot of people do. He's so, he's very like, don't poo in front of me. But I, I will sometimes, like, close them. I wait till he comes to the bathroom, close the door and do it to him. I am so annoying. Yeah, I just, I, I, I know soul. that. <laughs> and I know that it annoys him. So I saw that and thought, what an opportunity to like really trigger Dalton. Oh my so God. The poor, the poor boy. So he's in bed and yeah. I get up and I'm like, I, I lean over and I like bend over and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. I thought I made it, but I didn't. Oh darling, oh no. It's gone. It's coming out. Oh, darling. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna have to change my underwear. Oh, no, I'm going to have to wash them because. <laughs> so he looks up. He sees the same. He sees me like uh, <laughs> leaned over and he's like, what the fuck? Like he had a me. He's like, oh, my God, Laura, you've shut in the bed. You've shut in the bed. <laughs> He's like, he pushed all the sheets off. It was so, he had a full meltdown. Oh, my God. I kept this going for half an hour. What? Oh I just God. love annoying him so much. If you marry me, that's what you're in for. Anyway, put so I kept going over to the toilet and, like, I put, I put on a new pair of undies and then I went back in the bed and then, like, five minutes later I was like, oh, no, it's coming again. Look. <laughs> What happened so to the stain I, on the sheet? You just left it there. Yeah, you just I got back in there. The, and I kept like putting it on his side and being like, I'm so sorry. Don't worry. It doesn't really smell. It's fine. Oh my, what, what point was he like, that's chocolate? Uh, so half an hour later, so I did three of these where I changed my undies three times. Also, my stomach was fine. It was so, I was fine. I just was like, what an opportunity to do this to my husband. You are anyway, so strange. So then 30 minutes later, I'm like, honey, because he was getting to the point where he was Disgusted. Like, he was like, why do you shit in the bed? Like, you're just this big, farty, stinky person. And I was like, and I was starting to feel a bit unloved. So then I told him, I was because I was like, oh, I don't know what you think, I'm stinky. So then I was like, oh, I was joking. It was just chocolate. And he was like, what the? Because I kept it going for so long. He was like, I think he then couldn't believed that it was chocolate and he's still in his mind every time he saw it thought it was shit and then uh, in the morning I had to write a note because we were staying at a hotel and I had to write a note on the bed and I said I'm so sorry this is chocolate just in case you thought it was someone something else because imagine the bed someone came in and thought gee oh my god <laughs> she's had an accident oh. anyway that's my story if you leave your husband hates human poo or your partner try this prank it works well I can't believe you left, let it go for that long. I know. You are a strange human. I know, but it was, Dalton was so annoyed. But he was sitting next to a poo stain in the bed for half an hour. Well, That's the like weirdest part to me. Oh. Poor Dalton. Truly? Truly poor Dalton. <laughs> anyway, the reason why we're talking about poo today and not human poo <laughs> is because in an episode a couple of weeks back, you said this. This is probably revolting, but... I pick up sometimes because our dogs do so much poo because the poos are so big. Don't tell me you pick up your dog's poo with So sometimes hands. if I already no, feel don't. the bag and I can't even believe walking inside, I pick it up with my hands. But because it's our dog, obviously I wash my hands afterwards and they're dry. <laughs> it's not like mushy. But I pick up Bill and Ben's poo with my hands sometimes and I don't mind because I love them so yeah, much. Actually. The funniest thing is, is it doesn't even end there because 
honestly, days after you told me this story, we were then in the office together. Bill's starting to, like, looking like he was going to vomit. And we both stood up like, oh, no, is he all right? I went to grab the bin and you kind of grabbed the bin, but then you just put the bin by your side, put your hands out and caught the vomit in your bare hands. And did one ounce of it drop on our carpet floor? No, but... I caught the you whole had thing. had the bin next to you. You could have, like, literally just put he his snout in the bin. He probably wouldn't have got it all in. The bin is bigger than your hands, honey. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just looked at you and you just think you were quite happy. And, and Harvey was there. there. And Harvey was like, yuck, 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 yuck. yuck. <laughs> oh, anyway, it's, 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 but the funny thing is, is you were so like, no, but this is normal. This is normal. Okay, catching vomit, like that, I understand you didn't want to stay in the carpet in the office. I appreciate your efforts there. But picking up your dog poo with your bare hands, that's got to be like abnormal. So we actually reached out to our KickPod listeners to see if anyone else has done this or what they think about it. And I don't know if you're the only one. We'll, we'll let's see. I'm so happy. Laura, I know you thought this was going to be a whole bunch of people siding with you, but I am so sorry to say that you are completely alone on this. I just can't see a situation where that is necessary. Oh my God, what? I'm shook. I mean, like, if you're at home, you would find another plastic bag or even get a tissue. I've always been a dog person. Like, my dog is my life, so I can totally relate when you say that it's like your child because I feel the exact same way. But never, ever in my wildest dreams would I touch, scoop, anything like that. It's poo with my bare hands. (coughs) Why are you soiling your hands like that? In the past, I've used, like, a stick. You can maybe, like use two sticks and carry it somewhere or like once I've used a stick to like flick the poo all the way into a nearby bush so it can be at one with nature again. Laura, it's your husband Dalton. (laughs) I think picking up Ben and Bill's poo is completely fine. But what is not fine is what I witnessed the other day. You not washing your hands and directly coming to try cuddle me without me knowing that I saw you pick up the poo with your hands. That's not okay. Speak so slow and deep. Laura, what? <laughs> you said that. Like, he sounds like Big Brother. That is not okay. He was talking to you like he talks yeah. to Bill and Ben. But honestly, after playing all of that, Laws, I know I, you just said, can I have a new yeah, community? We need a new community. Well, well I we thought you one, were going to play supporters. Well, I'm sorry. It's abnormal, <laughs> no, but we do have guys. one, one last one okay. to play you. This is from Holly. Laura, I know everyone's saying it's gross, but I'm here to tell you you're actually not alone on your dog poo story. So we were getting the hang of toilet training our new puppy and I thought, sweet, we've got it, no more accidents inside. Then I'm in the kitchen and I was making dinner and I see the dog doing the poo walk. I sprinted so fast to him and instead of picking him up and taking him outside, my first instinct was to put my hand under his butt because I didn't want to get poo on the carpet. So I caught his poo. I first of all, that's fresh poo. I am not doing fresh poo. I'm doing hard dried poo. Also, is Holly from New Zealand? Hang on. Do not put the judgment on Holly. No, now. don't flip it. I love She's Holly. Changing. I love Holly. Is Holly from New Zealand? It sounds like it. Because if so, poo catching is global. <laughs> so thank you, Holly. <laughs> okay, we have a DNM that has hit the kick mailbox, and this is from Kate. Hey guys, how do you deal with confrontation and mean people on social media? 
I'm a beginner photographer based in Melbourne and I started a page last night for fellow photographers to connect and support one another. And almost immediately, 10 hours later, I had a girl sending me so much hate saying I copied her. I honest to God didn't know she even had a community page. Also, I'm in Melbourne and she's in Canberra, so totally different audience. And I tried to nicely explain I didn't copy her, but she wouldn't hear it and lashed out. Then when I blocked her, she got her boyfriend to start sending me nasty messages. It just made me want to delete all social media when all I was trying to do was create a supportive space. Just wondering with your big audiences, how do you cope with hate and how do you not let it get you down? Thanks so much, Kate. Mm. Mm. Firstly, before how we deal with it, I just want to say, with something like this, or my personal opinion, if you're creating a community that you're not making money, I'm assuming it's something for everyone, you're not making money just from, to it's to connect with people yeah. and network. I don't think... That's not first an of original all, idea. It's not original. <laughs> sorry to the other person. And but also sorry to you, Kate, all, but I'm sure you were aware of It's actually also... A fantastic idea. Yeah, it's a beautiful that thing. The to more do. people that do it, yeah. the better. Yeah. And so I just think it's a very It's a weird thing to get petty very thing angry about. to get angry about. And it's also like it's interesting with like when people say others oh, copy them, etc. Obviously there's times when, when brands blatantly copy other brands and mm-hmm. it's like if especially if it's a small business that's copied mm-hmm. by a bigger business and it's like that that sucks. But with something like this, there's sometimes where sharing ideas is actually wonderful. And if you started a community group, mm. this is what sometimes gets me, to network with people mm-hmm. and help connect others and so people don't feel alone and you've got support. Yeah. It is very mind-blowing that you wouldn't want more people to do that. Yeah. If you started it with your mission, just with say, that to help connect yeah. people. Exactly. Because that's then helping connect more people. Anyways, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. I mean, I mean just to continue on that, it's like run clubs. Yes. There's hundreds and hundreds of them. Like even in the same areas, that doesn't. It's not a bad thing. No, because more great. people are getting running. Exactly. Um, so yes, please don't feel bad about this at this all. I'm petty. sorry she's made you feel bad as well. But I think with this, yes, we obviously have copped it over the years, especially having a, a larger audience. But I think also on that point, we're probably a lot more used to it. Um, mm. And but in saying that, we're a lot more used to it. But it still can affect us depending on what the comment is and what it says or what they might be attacking. So I want to say, you know, you kind of get used to it, but it can still affect you. So don't ever let it like... Do you think also what also helps of getting Mm. used to it, we say, because we've been doing this for quite a while, Mm. is that your petty, toxic Mm. troll radar is better than at the start. Oh, yeah. Because something like this, I know, at the start would have been, I'd be like, oh, my God, I've done the wrong thing because it's like you haven't dealt with it and you automatically blame yourself. Mm. But as you have more experience with, you know, things like this, you get a better radar for For when something's constructive and actually, no, I have done the wrong thing, I need Mm -hmm. to own this or whatever, to your petty, like this is a petty thing and this is on you. You Mm -hmm. need to, like the other person, the troll needs to deal with that internally and I'm not going to take that on. Yeah. But it takes time to work through that. Yeah, the radar definitely changes over. And I think there's, everyone has different ways of of dealing with this sort of stuff as well. I think what you did well was to block her. But as you said, unfortunately, that doesn't block all communications because it's quite horrible that she's then got her partner Mm. to then try and contact you too and and take it even further. Um, So you did the right thing in blocking. But I I suppose one thing I will say is, and I suppose it's hard because I don't know how she initially came at you. Like, I don't know how her first message was. If a message comes through that's quite aggressive for me, 
if it's a tone that, again, Laura, you're right, you're right with the radar thing. Like you, you can learn from this. But if it's a tone that's like quite aggressive, you can almost tell that like if you tried to have a conversation with them, it doesn't matter, like whatever you say or whatever you have to say, whatever you think, you're going to fix the way that they think about this and, and you're going to move on amicably. Sometimes people are just so stuck in that thought that no matter what you say, they're still going to come across aggressive and it's just not worth your energy or time. And that radar definitely picks up. I think when I receive a message that may be coming across more, I suppose, constructive or gentle, I can sometimes approach it and want to put the energy in and learn more mm. or educate this person on my side of things and all that sort of stuff, then sometimes I can get somewhere. But more often than not, they are more aggressive. And anytime I've responded, it's just never gotten better. It's just they've continued to bark back and they're not listening. They're not open to hearing you out. And then it's just not worth the time. And so honestly, I, and there is times I still have to, I send you screenshots when I'm like, oh, I don't know. I feel like maybe well, I want to say you, something. I think that's a good example. So you sent me a screenshot mm. a few weeks ago of someone and it yeah. was very up. My radar was like, troll, 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 yeah. troll. This is not going to help. This I said to you, I this think, person, yeah. you're going to tell them that the sky is blue and you'll be looking at the blue yes. sky and they're going to say it's green and have yes. no reason for it. But then ne never, never. And the other thing about the, in terms of trolling is when someone messages and says, this made me feel this way. Can we talk about it? I'm like, absolutely. Yes. I want to know in your shoes how yeah. that felt. If someone comes and says, I hate what you did. Um, you don't consider anyone. Mm. All my friends don't like you. We all yeah. think this about you. Yeah. That is when I won't engage because yeah. I'm like, that is all personal attacks on me. Yeah. It's not actually about the thing yeah. and you obviously don't want to work through it. No, totally, totally. And I think this one, obviously looking back on it, I can see the aggressive of it or the aggressive nature from it and I... It was I, really mean. It was, but I think I needed to send it to you as a second opinion because it was something that also I care so deeply about, yeah. like making sure... So the comment was about me not making women feeling okay with their bodies postpartum and that like really affected me because it's something that I, tr I really want to try and empower women to, to feel their best selves in that time because I know how delicate it can be and this person was attacking me for making them feel like shit, basically. And they said a whole lot of other stuff. It was a lot broader than that. But that I, I was so, I suppose, emotionally affected by because, again, it's something that I deeply care about. And I think that's why I wanted to respond. But you were so right. It was just she wasn't going to change her mind. And it's it's her opinion and apparently her friends Well, she also said, opinion. like, all my friends hate you yeah. and agree. It's like, well, well that's just not, not constructive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so back to you, Kate. I think it's just you get used to them coming through and trying to decipher and sometimes you might need to send it to a friend and a friend might be a good soundboard to say they just don't get you they they this is so not worth your time or they might say oh look maybe hear them out or whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like friends because they're a little bit removed from the situation they can help you kind of decipher those things especially if it might hit like an emotional nerve. But I really don't want you to give up on what you've done here because what you've done is build a community or start to build a community and your intention is so lovely. It's all positive and it's it's really horrible to hear that you've gone out and done something so positive. Someone's felt so negative about it and has made you feel bad about it to the point where you want to delete social media. That really kills me because you haven't done anything wrong. And for every one bad message, I bet you there's so many people in that community already or friends of yours that have been like, that is awesome. That is so good. And it's given you that positive praise, given you the confidence that this is like the right thing to do. So don't let her comment pull you away from something awesome. I love it.
Great, great advice. And the last thing I'd share is just around this advice was given to me by a uh, executive coach, who I won't share the name because I just don't know if they'll feel comfortable with that. But it was the most fantastic advice I've ever received around feedback. You need to look at feedback like a gift. And just like any other gift, it's a choice. If mm. someone, if I give you this piece of paper, like if I look at this feedback as, as a piece of paper, mm. it's your choice mm. if you take my gift mm-hmm. and you decide to take it on or if you don't. Yeah. And so to, if you look at the feedback as like a physical thing that that, so when you're receiving it, you have a choice if you want to take it on, depending mm-hmm. on the validity or not, you can yeah. also just leave it and, and keep going and yep. move on. You're like, that's your thought. Cool. I don't want to take that on. Yeah. Or, and it's helped me too in, in also giving, giving feedback, feedback mm-hmm. because sometimes I feel when I give feedback that I'm going to, you know, impact someone's confidence and they, it's going to, they're going to take it all on board mm-hmm. and they're going to take it exactly the way that I would if I received it and all these things. Mm-hmm. But it's giving someone something and then they have, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Who, whatever the feedback is, if you take it on or not. Yeah. And I think that's really important to remember because I think sometimes when we get messages like this, mm-hmm. we can think, oh, no, I have to, you, you know, you automatically absorb Change it and take it on. And, yeah. It's your choice if you want to take that on or not. And if you don't want to, that mm-hmm. is your prerogative and you can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Laws, I have a story to tell. I haven't told you yet. Saved it for the I'm getting is, better. You're at getting it. very dedicated to the content. I am. What happened the other morning? I woke up to, uh, so Josh goes to the gym earlier than I get up some mornings because my Very Harvey early. alarm clock is six. He's generally out the door just before six. So he woke up, went to the gym. I got up, started playing with Harvey, got a message from Josh. He must have just got to the gym. And before his session, he said, So guess what happened this morning? And I said, What? Did he text this? Yeah. Okay. I said, where did you park your car last night? I said, oh, in the driveway. Because I usually park my car in the garage next to each other. And he said, mm. And I said, did you reverse into it? Because his car was in the the garage in front of my car. And the funny story is, is this has happened before, like (sighs) 10 years ago in our relationship. And he was like, well, you didn't park in the garage and I was like hang on (laughs) hang on um when you were getting into your car did you not notice that my car wasn't in the garage like it you would have seen the space next to you was free garage door opened didn't get a glimpse of my car as you're getting into your car and what about looking in the rearview mirror he said well no I look in the side mirror and I couldn't see it and I and he was trying to pin it on me that it, so wait, did that he actually he reverse into your into car? car. How, yeah. how much of a bang? Well, see, the Small funny thing dip? is, is I can't even find the din. Okay. I haven't like actually looked at it for him, but he's like, are you kidding? It's a big thing in your bumper. And I was like, I, I honestly can't What's even see it. What's a bumper? Is it the like the front of the plate? car? I think, the, near the, it or whatever. Okay, okay. But he's got a big bull yeah, bar at the so back of his car. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he drove my car to the gym because he was like... Well, he was frazzled because he had a car accident. But he was trying to pin it on me and I was like literally laughing at him. I... Okay, Josh is usually one of the most reasonable. Yeah. Like when you have a discussion with Josh about yeah. things, it's like kind of annoying because it's like, why you got to be so reasonable? Yeah, why can't true. you just be a bit erratic yeah, every now and then? That's true. But this is quite. Yeah. Hel- so it was your fault yep. that he reversed into yes. your car. So he, yep. imagine in the world if like some, you, I know. you reversed into someone and you yep. were like, well, you shouldn't have parked there. And he said <laughs> it was just another moment where I didn't put my things where they belong. <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? This is not like me taking my jacket off and leaving it on the couch. Oh, my God. 
I, like it's a car. Anyway, and I was just laughing because I was like, this is like actually pathetic. And again, it's literally happened say, to us before. You know what would have made it worse? If he was so sure it was your fault. By you being like, this oh, is pathetic, yeah, it would have made I literally him was even like, I'm more sorry, annoying. This is a joke. So the next day we then spoke about it again. And I was like, I actually, like we need to... Talk yeah. about this. Like, and I was still kind of smiling about it because I'm not phased or fussed, but I was like, the fact that you tried to pin this on me is quite a joke. Like, I need you. <laughs> I need you to admit that. Like, I need you to just be like, yes, it was my fault. And he was still kind of pushing it back. Like, no, no, no. But he was like silly at this point. Like, I think he'd felt pretty ridiculous and he did realise that he'd done something wrong. But he still was leaning on, you didn't put your car like where it always is. I was like... Oh, my God. That's besides the point. Anyway, I just thought it was so funny because we are both so stubborn and we always both think we're right and we always come around, like, whether they're arguments, silly arguments or whatever. Come around we always WhatsApp. come around. <laughs> a lot of the time it is through WhatsApp, so we work out a lot of things. It. And no, then you, we meet up yeah, and we're I, like, I love okay, we got to say everything we wanted to. The routine. <laughs> Verbal conversation. Not getting too fiery. Across. Yep. Steph goes upstairs. Yep. Josh will text Steph as she's walking upstairs. Yeah. Don't you dare WhatsApp me. Yeah. Steph starts writing yep. three essays mm-hmm. delivered to Josh. Yeah. <laughs> it is the only way I know that he's genuinely heard me. Um, but no, and then we like reconvene and we can work it through. And then but no this more WhatsApps after that's in the middle. No, I love it. <laughs> um, but this was just a bit of a joke. But it just reminded me like there's so many times where like, I've done something and he's been like, what the hell? And I've been like, no, nah, no, nah, that's what, has this ever happened to you? Do you have like any, re- like, I feel like has Dalton ever tried Dalton to pin something on you? Generally. <laughs> but it, I probably try to pin on him. It's probably me. I'm probably Josh in this situation. I'm so the like, pinner. when you're picking up poo in the backyard and he's upset that you want to cuddle him, you're like, well, that's your problem, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll just get super stressed about things. Like, the house is so messy, like, all yeah. this stuff. And I'll be like, it's your fault. Yeah. And he's like, Well, we why? both live in this house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why is this? And I'll just, you know, you just connect things. I'll be like, so, like, the fact that he didn't make the bed in the morning yeah. ruined uh, a 4 p.m. meeting I had. Yeah. There is no connection. Yeah, there is. And I was like, but if you had made that bed in yeah. the morning, that meeting would have gone better. You needed something. That's me on Dalton. Yeah. So sorry, Dalton. Sorry. Mandy, you have blamed your husband for something I that do. maybe he wasn't actually in fault for. Yeah, well, I do it all the time with um, anything that gets misplaced. I'm always like... Yes. Because he just loses everything. <laughs> okay, when it comes to, like, things like phone charges... Mm-hmm. Don't touch my stuff if you're not going to return it, right? And so he will take my charger. So recently he took my laptop charger and I was like, I I obviously need that. If you misplace that, I'll come for you. And then... (laughs) And is this your work laptop charger? This is my work laptop charger, right? And about a week goes by and I could not find this charger anywhere. And I was like, Mike, where did you put my charger? I knew you would lose it because he takes it to work. And then anyway... Turns out I was the last person to use it because uh, about a week later I found it in my car. <laughs> oh and my god! I, did I you tell him? Didn't say anything. Yeah, good. Don't I tell him. I do that all the time. I was like, I'm taking this to the grave. <laughs> uh, I do that all the time. All the time. I'm like, where is it? And then I realise it was me. Oh my god, that's so funny. So this is. I, I feel like this would be a very common thing. And if anyone has any stories, where what's the best thing you've yeah, pinned on your partner? That what have you pinned on your partner? Or them? what have they blamed you for? Yeah. Um, because we would love to have a laugh, and you can send them in. Via Instagram at kickpod. What is a time for special share? Lawsy, what do you have for me today? Oh, I've got a package. Oh, a package. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I don't know why I'm 
<laughs> I know it's why you said it back. Yeah, I know too. Okay, so it is Magic Mike's Last Dance, which is, well, I'm assuming it's the last Magic Mike movie. Yeah, maybe that's why they called it Last Dance with Channing Tatum. It is only rated 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. However, if you like Channing Tatum... And you like dancing. And you like Magic Mike, you mm. will love it. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. You said, because we were lucky enough to go to the twice. live show. I was so Actually, embarrassed. you went twice. Yeah, yeah you didn't go it. twice. No, I didn't go twice. I went to the show twice, which yes. was the one. It was actually... Well, I can't remember what it was called. It was Magic the, Mike. Did, was it Magic, Magic Mike, Mike live? live? I think. If anyone saw that... It was very, some of the dances that they do in this show at yep. the end are very similar to that one, Amazing. including the water scene, Am- which is the hottest yep. thing I have ever watched yep. in my entire life. Yeah. Probably because so it includes a girl. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> Who is a amazing. Yes. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to watch it. Where did you watch it? Uh, oh, you had to buy it. Yeah, I think you still have to. We bought it yeah, on say, the TV. Still, okay. I think it's. I think so. I think you can still go to the movies. Yeah, or you yeah. can buy it on like Apple or whatever. <sighs> so good. But if you like, if you want like a, if you're looking for a movie that's you know gonna really challenge your mind mm. and it's not for you, that's like amazingly made. Probably not. It's forty eight percent run tomatoes. But if you love Channing Tatum topless, and you want to get turned on, watch oh, it. Okay. I recommend. Did you watch it with Dalton? Yeah. Did you get turned on? Yep. <laughs> He's like, well, what if I was like a, like, what if I did this? And I, I was like, no, you that. don't need to. Well, he's, I feel like he gives vibes that he, is that when he did that? What was the I dance? I can't imagine him dancing. No. What was that dance? It was TikTok. We all did it. WAP. He did the WAP dance a lot. Oh, my God. And he did it in a very sexual way. Oh. Do you not remember that? No. Did you I not see, get When the... I think of Dalton, see, Dalton's very attractive <laughs> and, like, he's definitely got the looks that he could do that. But I, when I've seen him dance, I do not see oh, that. He's. I think he's starting to try and lean more into this. Right, because I feel like he dances like a male version of you mm, and a slash he's, grandpa. So he's now gone more <laughs> trying to be. Ooh, sexual. Sexy. Love that. Yes. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Except I can't dance sexy, so now I'll just look yes, like this you can. daggy you banana. Should, like, on slow the it side. down a bit. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what have you got for us today? Mine is a movie too, but it's not a sexy movie. Is it a challenging the mind movie? Ah, uh, it's probably engaging. More cha- yes, it is engaging. The Good Nurse. The Good Nurse. Yes, on Netflix, and I think it won a lot of awards. And it's based off of a true story, which is the most effed up part. But it is gripping. And really, really incredible acting. And I really recommend it. Okay. Yeah. But it's definitely not a match. It won't turn you on. Well, it's also got 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, much better than 48. <laughs> I actually have seen this come up. Is really? it too, like, does it make you feel really sad after? No. Okay. Throughout it, you're sad. And especially because it's a true, based off a true story. But, like, it's very well done and gripping and good acting. So it's, like, definitely worth it. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Good recommendation. You too. And thank you for listening. If you want to find out more about Kick, you can at kickapp.com where we've got a seven-day free trial. We also have a seven-day free trial if you download our app. Find us on social media at Steph Glassmith, at laura.henshaw on TikTok. TikTok. And we will be back in your ears on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 